I'm Ephraim Cooper. And I'm Cooper Allen. And this, this is, is the, the Ephraim, Ephraim Cooper, Cooper Allen Show. Show. Cooper, it's good to see you again. Good to see you too, Ephraim. Yeah, today, for our listeners out there, uh, we have a wonderful guest with us today. We have Cooper's sister, Mackenzie. Hi, everyone! Super <laughs> excited to be on the podcast! Yeah, I, I can tell. Um, so yeah, how's... Was... <laughs> so, should we get to know Mackenzie for a second? Huh? Should we get to know Mackenzie for a second? Yeah, sure, of course. Mackenzie, well, is there anything you'd... um? like us to know about you? Anything our listeners should know? Well, I... Cooper is one of my favorite brothers. Uplifting. <laughs> and... <laughs> um, I'm really excited to be on the podcast. I've wanted to be on the podcast all summer, so this is an exciting moment. I'm glad you've gotten to be here until um, yeah. school started. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna leave pretty soon. I moved back on Saturday, so oh. we have... To where? Yeah, where are you moving to? I'm moving back to college um, to Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That is cool. Yes. We only have like a couple days. Yeah, it must be really exciting to go back to college. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm not really ready for the school work, but I'm excited about class. Guys, this morning I got an email saying that the physics lab that I signed up for got canceled. I know yesterday. So it was just, <laughs> it was last night at like 10. So basically this basically morning. This morning. Yeah. Let's okay. just all be honest. <laughs> and um, so that's a little frustrating, but what you gonna do, right? I know. I mean, whatever happens, happens. It's 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 the world. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. Is there anything else our listeners need to know about you? Um, I'm just I don't know. I don't know. What else should I? What else should people know about me? Anything you feel like, um, you know, just go with whatever feels right. What are your outstanding achievements? Outstanding achievements. Well, I am very excited that I got to be on the DI team. I'm sad that I wasn't on the DI team with Ephraim, but it couldn't happen, you know? It couldn't happen. Outstanding achievements. I also um, used to be able to sign language, do sign language. I used to sign the alphabet backwards in one hand and forwards in the other. Whoa. That's, so, whoa. that's something. I would I call that an outstanding achievement. I would too. That's pretty Not impressive. very useful for a podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's very unuseful for a podcast, <laughs> but it's an achievement. Extremely. Yeah. yeah. So is there anything you're looking forward to this summer? Anything you're excited for? You know, besides going back to college? I know, I'm excited to end the summer with the state fair. I feel like it's always a thing you have to do right before school starts. Have you ever been to the state fair? I have. I went um, last year and the year before that. Yeah? Um, Yeah, it was so much fun. I ate so much great food, went on so many awesome roller coasters, saw so many great things. It was just a really great experience. I went um, just before my eighth grade year started. I went. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that was super fun. Um, yeah, because it happens yeah. right before school. I know. It's literally the day before school happens, the day before. So it's, yeah. I find that really interesting and unique. I don't particularly like it because, you know, uh, school. But yeah. Um, yeah. it's still really cool. 
Um, the state fair is actually the Minnesota State Fair is easily one of the best state fairs easily. in the entire United States. It's Have you actually been to a lot of them. Um, no, but, but I know they're <laughs> awesome. I know they're. But, awesome. It's arguably you go first. It's factually the best state fair. Yeah, yes. it's arguably the best state, the biggest state fair. Because the Minnesota State Fair is for a shorter time than the Texas State Fair. The Texas State Fair gets more people, but the Minnesota State Fair gets more people per day. So, oh, dang. so take that. Take that, but Texas. Also, yeah. also, Minnesota's like quite a bit smaller population-wise. Than Texas, Texas yeah. is huge. <laughs> so, so it's, it's really big. So Minnesota's like So Minnesota's winning up. that game. Yeah. yeah. Yo, everybody better watch out. California, they gotta watch out. New York, they gotta watch out. Minnesota is bringing the heat, bro. Yeah, yeah they, in the they, state fair game. I know. Seriously. I worked you're in just, the state fair. You're killing it. Really? Yeah, like what'd two you, years ago. What'd you do? I was a ticket taker. Oh. A ticket taker. They called my job title was ticket taker and ambassador. That just basically meant that when I wasn't taking tickets, I was just saying, Hello, everybody. Welcome to the state fair. It's gonna be great. <laughs> That sounds like such a fun job. Did it? Did you get like a bunch of cookies or something? Yes. Whenever people left with like, people would get Sweet Martha's cookies and they'd get like those huge buckets. Yeah. And then they would leave and they would like not want to take all of them home, and so they'd be like, "Do you want some cookies?" And so literally, like every five minutes, somebody would pass like offer me cookies. Really. So I just constantly eat cookies. Probably not great for me, but Uh that's okay. So you didn't bring any home with you? I did bring some home, but I don't know if I forgot it. But, well, but we also always go to the state fair every year since I was, like, I two. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, we went and got the cookies. What, what What's your staple of the state fair? Staple? Uh, the cookies, like you guys said, also, um, I like pretty much eating everything on a stick. Yeah, like a Corn dog on fun. a stick. I remember, I think I had, um, fried alligator on a stick. Wow. That was pretty good. Deep fried cheesecake. Um, that was really great too. I've had the alligator. It was uh, that was yeah, it was pretty really? cool. That was something. Huh. I have not had the cheesecake. You should. Unless... It's like, it's it's pretty great, dude. One of my favorites is the yeah. frickle. The frickle. <laughs> the fried pickle. Oh, <laughs> that's a really interesting name. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never heard of it? It's like right no. as soon as you enter the state. I know. I'm, I'm aware of the fried entrance, pickle. You go in. There's like 16 entrances. Oh, no. okay, well, I'm aware of the fried pickle, but I've never heard of it referred to as the frickle. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the first Cooper. Well, that's what it's called. I feel like that's a very Cooper thing to do. So. It's not just me. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's what they all say, yeah. Cooper. Okay. It's okay. literally what it's yeah. called. Um, I also like seeing all the like Minnesota stuff going into like yeah. seeing the huge pumpkins and think the huge squash and stuff yeah. like that. Min- it's definitely, I feel like the Minnesota State Fair definitely uh, brings in a lot of amazing Minnesotan things yes. that a lot of state fairs don't do, yes. and that's what makes it really awesome, you know, because it's like it's like a huge sense of community. There's a reason it's called the Great Minnesota Get Together. It's like one big party. It is yeah, one big party. Yeah. It's one big party. Yeah. Hola. <laughs> it's just a lot so of people fun. say that they don't like it because there's so many people, but that's what I think kind of makes it fun. Yeah. There's so many people. Like, I don't want to be in that every day of my life. Well, yeah, I don't think I would for, go to the state fair ever. For, for a, a day or two. For a day or two, it's super fun. Yeah. Are there people that come in from, like, other countries or states to come to the state fair? I don't know. I feel like definitely from other states. I've heard of people coming from like Iowa and stuff. Yeah. Because I don't think Because the Minnesota State Fair is so much better than the Iowa State Fair. I'm sure I don't know because I haven't been to the Iowa State Fair, but let's just be real here. Yeah, I'm guessing that they come from other states. 
and maybe Canada. I guess I'm thinking Canada, maybe. Canada's like right up, like it's right up there. It's close by. She's right up there. Like, (laughs) from here, from here to Toronto, or from Toronto to here, it's like a 14 hour drive, so it's not that long. Yeah. It's it's, just, it's it's a bit long, but like I'm sure people could tough it out to enjoy awesome food on a stick and eat frickles all day. Yes. Yeah, that is what I'm saying. Um, although I feel like maybe there's a couple people who traveled to Minnesota and then the state fair happened to be that day, so they show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they don't travel for the state fair. Mm, but I, I don't know. Yeah. Do you think there's stuff that people that are just visiting Minnesota should do, like things they should go see? I think that one thing that you definitely have to see is the Mall of America, the biggest mall in America, which is in Minnesota. Are you talking about like at the fair? No, I'm talking about just like in general. general. I also think the fair can be one. So this, so this, this summer actually, my best friend from college, Emily, she came and visited me, and she's from Texas. and she, um, so she had never been to Minnesota, so I showed her around some stuff. So I brought her to um, the Mall of America. I brought her to the Sculpture Gardens downtown. Um, I brought her to like the Capitol and like Summit Avenue. Oh, that sounds fun. Um, I brought her to something that she really loved was. Uh, Minnehaha Falls. Have oh, you been there? Yeah, I have been there. Super pretty. I actually, ooh, that's actually a fun story. I went to Minnehaha Falls because um, I, for the, I had to undergo training um, f- uh, the for a week before my internship. Uh-huh. And uh, as like an exercise, we went down to Minneapolis and uh, uh, we did a scavenger hunt going oh, that's around. Fun. Yeah, we yeah, that's super fun. We went around doing other stuff. We were, it was kind of like bingo where we had to get a bunch of things in a row or diagonal. all four corners and it was really cool one of the things was that we had to go see minnehaha falls so we did that and it was really cool yeah it is really cool yeah yeah it was so it was so majestic it's really majestic and it's like like there's a ton of like it's like definitely like city-ish and then you get to the minnehaha falls and it's just like majestic falls in the middle of the city it's really beautiful yeah i also brought her to some of like the lakes downtown and we went tubing and she tried water skiing. Did she never water ski before? Um, or tubing? She hasn't tubed since she was like really little. Really? Do they have lakes in Texas? They don't have as many lakes as Minnesota, obviously. Those <laughs> are. Uh, <laughs> but they have a couple big lakes and she's like kind of close to one of them. And she used to go to it, but she hasn't gone in a really long time. So she hasn't tubed since she was like seven or something like that. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a rough life. And she also said that, okay, so in Texas it's really hot during the summer. And she was like, yeah, I spent my like whole childhood in the like pool during the summer. But then once I turned 18, I like haven't swam since I like turned 18. And I was like, so it's like your childhood. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, that she like the whole week before that, she just really wanted to go swimming. And so then she got to go swimming because we went to the lake. Yeah. So it was fun. Yeah, that does sound really fun. Um, cause we also went to the Coon Rapids Dam. Oh. Have you been there? Yeah, I have been there. Um, it's like, it's practically like five minutes. Oh yes, away. it's right next to your house. Yeah. Yeah. That's really pretty too. Um, and we went over there and she's like, I just really want to jump in. And I was like, it's a terrible place to jump in. <laughs> yeah, you'll die. <laughs> like, let's not jump in here. So, um, taking her to the lake was the next best solution, I, I say. Yeah. That, that is a pretty good solution. It is. Yes. What do you guys think are the things you have to do? I definitely think, like, um, I think lakes, because most other places don't have as many lakes. Yeah. Like, the same, like, lake culture that we have. 
I think the MOA. Yeah, definitely. For sure. MOA. Um, you could definitely do Valley Fair too. If yeah, you, wanted. you could do Valley Fair. Valley Fair. Yeah, but a lot of other um, states also have similar like theme parks. Mm-hmm. So you know, Valley Fair is kind of if you've already been to theme parks similar to that. Yeah. Something else that she really liked is how green everything is, because in Texas it's too warm to have things green, and so I should have taken her like, um, like out to more like nature stuff. You could. There is a lot of like outdoorsy nature stuff in Minnesota, and that's what she kept on commenting on too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're pretty outdoorsy. Yeah. Yeah. For things to go and see in Minnesota, like if I had to make um, a complete list. You have one week, you have to see all of these things in um, the time you're here. I would say MOA is definitely one you need to see. Um, it's because, a ridiculously you know, big mall. I know, it's like, there's three floors, there's a theme park there's inside. There's three floors. There is? I think there's, there's like a basement four. Too. Oh, and I've then, never been to the basement. There's also... Floor. But the fourth floor is like smaller. Yeah, on top there's a theater too. Yeah, that's where it's a smaller one. It's it's just ridiculously huge. There's a theme park inside, movie theater, like a dozen restaurants inside. And there's also there's also like uh like uh underwater world and there's a hotel hotel attached. Yeah, Yeah, it's absolutely fun. So I'm always definitely on the list. Um, one that I feel like doesn't get talked about um, enough is the Walker Arts Center. Oh, um, I it's agree. This, yeah, it's this amazing museum in Minneapolis that has the, so many cool, so much cool stuff. And it's also got the a sculpture garden, garden right? Yeah. There. So that I took her to the sculpture garden. We didn't yeah. go into the museum. Yeah, that's definitely one as well. You really need to check out some of the lakes as well. Um, like Lake Calhoun, Lake Harriet, mm-hmm. those lakes are really great, and they're like they're they're pretty close in the area as well. They're like um, mm-hmm. they're kind of like near downtown. Yeah. I yeah, feel I like took, I took her to downtown time. Minneapolis is good, but also depending like how you feel, you could go to the Capitol as well. Yeah, I took her to, I took her by the Capitol. We didn't go in it, but it's super pretty inside. Yeah, St. Paul is really cool as well. There was this one park. Way back when, in like 2016, I used to play Pokemon Way back Go. when. Yeah. <laughs> I used to play Pokemon Go a lot, um, which is unsurprising since I like Pokemon. Um, and there was this park in St. Paul I liked going to um, that had so much cool stuff to see. There was this amazing, like, cool um, Chinese food truck that had this those amazing egg rolls with just the best soy sauce. It tasted amazing. And the park was really cool, too. If you went in, like, the wintertime by Christmas, and all these lights are put up, and there's, like, this big Christmas tree in the middle yeah. with, like, a cool star and stuff. It's really nice. And I really need yeah, to go again this winter. I also That's took really her cool. to Como Zoo. Oh, yeah. we have pretty and good zoos. And Como Park, too. But Como Zoo's free, too. That's the good thing about it. So you don't have to spend any money to look in... Look at the animals. Great animals. Yeah. And it's right next, it is downtown, then right next to the Como Lake. Park. Yeah, it's next to Como Lake, and then it's next to a bunch of other lakes. It's like close to like everything. Yeah, just some good prime yeah, spots. Prime spot. I also think that one place that it's like harder to get to is like the Boundary Waters, like way up north. Oh, I've never been there before. It's so but much it's like, fun. It's like yeah. super cool, but it's a little harder to get to. So if you're here in Minnesota, like that's a good place to go, but. It's a bit harder. hard to get to. Yeah, it's like, it's more I feel way. like also, uh, Itasca National Park, because, yeah. or State Park, because that's the start of the Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, My friend from Texas had never seen the Mississippi before oh, she came wow. here. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. We see the Mississippi yeah. anywhere <laughs> we go. You yes, just go pretty much every, I, see, I pretty much pass the Mississippi River every everywhere I go. Like, if I'm in Anoka, it's just right there. Yeah. You know, I can easily walk to it. Um, yeah. 
So it's pretty crazy. Let's we also see went to happens. Han's Bakery in Anoka. Oh yes! Oh my gosh, they have the best <laughs> stuff there. Like they I tried. Really do. Yeah, I tried their. Um, I can't remember the name of the donut, but it has like this amazing cream of bacon on top of it. Yes, it tastes really yeah, good. it's a it's a bacon maple. Donut. I know. That's uh, yeah. Now I remember. Maple syrup, bacon donut, or something like that. Yeah, it tastes extremely good. They have the best stuff. Yeah, they really do. Like it was always a treat. Like um, when my mom wanted to do our laundry and stuff, there was this cool laundry mat that was right there. Um, and she, if if we, me and my sister were behaving really well, then she'd give us like twenty bucks to go spend at the at Han's Bakery across the across the parking lot. Yeah. And we always bought like these the amazing bacon. Maple syrup, maples, I, yeah. yeah those. That's a good one. And some jelly-filled donuts, because I love jelly-filled donuts. Uh, yes. Um, and custard-filled ones as well. They have the best custard donuts as well. Huh, I've never had their custard Yeah, donuts. they're really great. You should try them. I recommend. Gotta love Han's Bakery. Yep, they're just wonderful. going back to school is there anything that you're preparing for to go to school with like anything i didn't want to get done yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> um well i do have a couple things to get done i have not really started packing at all so that is a struggle <laughs> but um when do you leave again i leave on saturday and it is currently tuesday yeah and at the time pack, of this recording at least and i have to pack my whole life away <laughs> and I haven't really started so that's a struggle but we'll get through it okay um what's the but I also hold on a second yes. what's like the biggest thing you have to pack and what's the thing you don't want to forget okay well I'm just like I have a bunch of clothes to pack but that's like pretty whatever like if I forget a shirt like whatever yeah but um what's a what's a thing I really don't want to forget I got a lot of school supplies and some textbooks, and if I forgot those, it'd be really annoying. <laughs> or like computer, or like I knew somebody that mo- that like came back from winter break and forgot their charging cord for the computer. Oh. That's even that's a, that's that's almost worse than just forgetting. <laughs> yeah, so like I don't want to forget any of those like little things. Um, but also like so I, I'm gonna go to Milwaukee, which is like a five and a half five hour drive. Um, far. From here. And so there's, I'm not gonna just get stuff easily, you know. I'm not gonna come back super soon, so you remember everything. 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 Okay. Absolutely everything. Yeah. Nothing so. shall be left. What's the biggest thing you're bringing with? The biggest thing I'm bringing with, um, probably I'm bringing a mini fridge, which is pretty big, and I'm also bringing like a chair, like a, like, you know, one of those circle, like almost butterfly chairs. Yeah, I, I know what you guys are talking about. Um. So I'm bringing one of those, and that's pretty big. I also hope to bring my bike, but right now I can't <laughs> bike right now, so I don't know if that's super practical, but... But you're getting there. Okay, I'm getting You can always make it work. Yeah. So, those are probably the biggest thing I'm bringing, but I still just have so much. Right now in my room, I'm like, I have just piles of like, I need to bring all this stuff, or I need to go through this stuff and figure out why I'm bringing this, or I need to go through this stuff, and so it's just like piles all over my room. <laughs> And like last week, my room was clean, and that was just a disaster zone. <laughs> um, have there been any accomplishments throughout your time in college that you're proud of? Yes, of course. So many you're accomplishments. A, you're a sophomore. I'm going into my sophomore year, so I just finished my freshman year last year. I don't know exactly what, but I felt accomplished. I got A's in a lot of my classes. That's an accomplishment. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> that is really good. Um... 
I don't know what else am I what else do I feel like I accomplished made a lot of good friends that's an accomplishment it is an accomplishment good friends are the way to life yeah that's what I'm saying (laughs) is there any other ways that you prepared for for college this summer other than just packing well, I also recently donated my hair. I All summer, I've been wanting to um, donate my hair, and I finally did it on Sunday, so two days ago, and I cut off a little over 12 inches. Isn't that ridiculous? It, it does sound ridiculous. It's a bit of hair. Yeah. So, it's like 12 inches is like a foot, right? Yeah. yeah, it's like a foot. Yeah. So now it's like above my shoulders. It's a really weird feeling because it's been like really long for a while and now it's gonna be yeah. short. Have you ever donated your hair, guys? Um, you know, that actually does sound like a very fun thing I should do. Cause like- You're gonna get dreads and then donate. <laughs> I mean- I'm sure you can't donate dreads. I mean, it probably has to be like- It could work. It could work. Me and my friends have always been thinking of doing like charity work or like, huh. um, like getting together and go clean up a beach or something, get, like gather up all the trash or something. Yeah. So that could be fun if I can get them to all donate their hair and I'll donate a couple inches of my hair as well. Yeah, that'd be super that could cool. be really cool. The only thing I've ever donated is my blood. Your blood. Your blood. Oh, I've been meaning to donate blood as well, because um, it seems like it could really help people. You know. Yeah. Like giving my blood to people. I like I always want to donate blood more than I do, but I always just like break, like don't do it at the right time or like I get a cold right when I'm going to and they <laughs> oh, won't like let rough. you do it or things like that. It's just you yeah. know. It's Doesn't, rough. Yeah. That's how it goes. Cooper, have you ever donated your hair? Yeah. No, I have not don- donated my hair. Okay. Doesn't have to be a certain length. Yes, it has to be at least eight inches generally. That's the clause I'm going to have to pull under. I can still make that work though. Eight inches. Yeah. <laughs> so I always think it's interesting is like your hair is like a like you know like a dead thing. It's not gonna affect you at all. But every time before I'm gonna cut it, I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so nervous. <laughs> like, what if this goes terribly wrong? <laughs> this is my third, maybe fourth time I donated my hair. So I've like done it before, but every time I'm really yeah, you're like a so. you're like a veteran. I'm like a veteran. Yeah. How I much hair do you think you donated? Well, Total. so this time it was 12 inches, one of the times it was 14 inches, and then the other one or two times, I can't remember if I did it two other times, the other one or two times was 12 inches as well, so, well. That sounds like a lot of hair, but you like probably made a lot of people happy. inches of hair, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you probably made a lot of people happy. Yeah. So, um, the, um, the... Laundry that I always have about donating my hair is there's a bunch of different places you can donate it to. And I always have to figure out like which one I want to and I kind of like switch it up every time. But they all have like kind of slightly different mission statements and also like some of the more popular ones if you donate your hair and it's like not, it's like too short or if it, um, like you, some of them you can't have your hair colored, some of them you can have your hair colored, but if it's not like right then they sell it. Um, and a lot of times they sell it to you, and then they use the proceeds to make the things that they donate. But it's always like, people are like, is that ethical? What do people buy hair for? Um, I don't know. Other things. Like maybe to make a, a wig or something. Yeah, maybe to make a wig. Like, but is like, that what it's used for yeah. when you donate it? Yeah, when you donate it, they, when, when you donate it, they make wigs and they give it, they, the ones I try to donate to is they don't, they, they like give it for free to people that 
like, um, that can't grow their hair. Yeah, that can't grow their hair due to like um, uh, an illness or something. Yeah, some of them is like some of the, them are like chemotherapy, but some of them are like some people like have diseases where their hair won't grow. Yeah. And so they use them to make wigs for that and they like give them away. Yeah. And so that's like the ones that I try to go to, but then some of the more popular like places and stuff um, sell hair that don't work. And I'm always like, is that ethical or not? Yeah, because I, I was surprised when I learned this, but wigs are expensive, dude. Yeah, they're, like, they're super expensive. I, I, I really do respect charities that. Are, How expensive is a wig? A wig? I, don't, I can't really remember how and it also the takes, average price is. It also takes like like a couple of years to make one wig for a lot of the places it yeah. like takes like a little bit of like donation because they like so i donate so whatever i cut off like two ponytails of 12 inches and they still probably need um in general to make one wig they need um like eight or t- eight to ten ponytails like that and Wait, so then they have to just combine a bunch of people's hair that looks similar but then that's like really hard too because then you have to wait for like all the same type to come in um and then it's super expensive to like make one make a wig that's not synthetic because you can use like synthetic materials and it's cheaper but if you're using real hair it's like a different thing yeah this article here says um yeah it looks a lot better and also synthetic wigs don't always the hair is a lot of times stiffer so people can't do as much with it you can't like style it yeah where if you have real hair wigs a lot of times you can like legit style it yeah this article here which was posted on january 27th 2019 says human hair wigs cost between 700 to two thousand dollars yeah so it's really expensive so charities that um accept hair to be made into wigs um obviously make that a lot more affordable for people that you know are struggling yeah, yeah so a lot of people are like really against the organizations that sell hair that doesn't work but at the same time they have to offset those costs somehow yes. they can't be like like i'm sure they do have people that are donating money and stuff but like if the hair doesn't work anyways like why not yeah. sell it and make a profit but yeah. like at the same time they're selling things that are donated to them so how so where are you going this time I'm not sure okay yeah. that is my question yeah i have to figure it out there's like two that i really like right now um but um i'm not sure i've gone to locks of love and i've gone to wigs for kids and i think this time i'm going to go to either um hair we share or children with hair, hair loss hair we share <laughs> I like, I like how they're all name. just like catchy. Yeah. <laughs> all the names. I mean, uh, I guess that's how they draw people to their, you know, charity and yeah. get people aware of their cause. So, but there's a bunch of them out there. So I was like doing some research on it. It's just that this last time that I cut off my hair, like before this, I had layers, but not really like defined layers. But this last time that I donated my hair, I had layers. And so some of the pieces of my hair are only eight inches and the rest of them are like 12 inches, but like some of them are only eight inches. And a lot of places are looking for like 10 to 12 inch hair. And so, like, oh. those two accept eight inch hair. And so I could send it to the places with 10 to 12 inch because I have pieces that are 10 or 12 inches, but like why not send it to a place where all of the pieces can work? Um, but like all of the places like again like wigs are really expensive so all yeah. the places that are donating wigs like that are really cool yeah which makes it um which makes it feel like what i feel is a worthwhile investment for your hair yeah exactly exactly what it should be yes <laughs>
So we're talking about how we're switching up our uh, our instruments. Um, what do you call music? But this this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were talking about that. Um, since we've gotten a lot of comments on the music that we feature throughout so, our episodes. So sometimes you just gotta change it up. Yeah. So. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, Ephraim, what 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 musical instruments do you think we should be using? Oh well. Do you play Cooper. any instruments? Do I play any instruments? Well, um. Well, as, as you guys already know, I play the bass guitar. I also play the double bass, the orchestral double bass. And I'm currently cool. learning how to play the piano keyboard thing. I know how to read sheet music now. Piano you're keyboard also, thing. You're yeah. also just like a musical person. You appreciate music. Yeah, I guess you could say I review kind music. kind of a music snob. I guess, you, yeah, I guess you could say that. Um, I have, I haven't posted in a while, but I do have a music blog where I review albums. I think it's still up. I have like a Pearl Jam review up, um, like an Alec Benjamin mixtape review, because um, that was his mixtape. Um, and you know, I didn't really have much um, incentive to do it because I didn't feel like uh, um, I was I was doing very much. I was like in seventh grade and I wasn't, uh, I was just bored and I decided, wow, maybe I should start a music blog where I review albums and it just kind of tanked from there. <laughs> it was just, I'm it sure was there's right one here. person read it. Yeah, there were like the first review I ever did. Okay, it was, it was what was it? It was, it was a church's song. It was called Get Out. Mm-hmm. It was a really great song. I got like, I do really like that song. Yeah, it's a great song. I really like that song. It was like I got it gets 60, stuck in my head all the time. Yeah, I got sixty reads on that. Wow, first song, that's pretty good. Which was yeah, that's about the amount. But that's a good song too. So yeah. you cho- you started high. I rated it, what was it? I rated it 3.5 out of 5, which I felt like was a good score, and apparently people agreed with me, so that was really nice. And um, I just really enjoy playing the instruments that I do. Um, I was playing, I review music, I play music, I talk about music, I listen to music. I, a lot of my life revolves around. You're a music around, person. I, well, yeah. Do you wish you could play any other instruments that you don't play? Instruments that I don't play? Um... I wish I knew how to play the cello. Like the double uh, bass is cool, but like the cello just seems like the double bass, but it's but, just bigger. No, yeah, the it's cello. Smaller. I really yeah. yeah, it's smaller. The it's cello. Yeah. Yeah, the cello from what I know is essentially an instrument that's the closest to replicating the basic human tenor voice. Huh. Um, at least um at least in a choral sense. Yeah. So that's why I think it gets a lot of support. Um, but the two instruments in orchestra I feel like are the most underrated are probably the viola and the double bass. Huh. Now, I'm not trying to say that, you know, oh, the double bass is amazing, you should play it. Oh, it's but the best instrument for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, the double bass isn't for everyone. It's huge, it's bulky, the strings are hard to press on and create notes. It's definitely not for everybody, especially if, you know, this is, it's your first foray into a string instrument. But... The viola, I feel like, is a, a great one because it takes elements of the violin and the cello and puts Isn't them the into one. the viola just a big violin? Kind of, in a way. It also has a C string, kind of like a cello. Um, and they play it on the alto clef instead of the treble clef. Yes. The bass and the cello play in the bass clef. The violin plays in the alto treble clef. Treble clef. And then the 
Viola plays in the Alto Clef. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That could be wrong. I'm not, I, I wasn't know, in Alto Clef. I know Alto Clef is almost only played by the violin. Um, and so almost nobody knows how to read it. But a lot of violins, you know how like people like to wear like music notes and stuff like that? A lot of violins wear the Alto Clef. Because yeah. it's What's like, the symbol? It's a very distinctive. I'll like look it up for you. It's like a very weird Yeah, one. I was actually, um, this isn't directly related to instruments per se. But it's one thing about cheap music that I found in interesting um that's particularly found in jazz and it's kind of like a, an inside joke um between jazz players um it's a little holy shit it's probably the coolest looking clef i've ever it looks seen. like a five but then they just went for it it just kept on going <laughs> <laughs> um okay. i really wish i pl could play the violin because then I could be like Sherlock and just like... No, the violin would be cool. I and, want to fiddle. And then I could fiddle with it. <laughs> like, yeah. I played fiddle music in the past. Um, yeah? And it's so much fun to play. On a fiddle? Or what? On, on my double bass. I haven't played on a fiddle okay. before, but I could if I really wanted to. Um, the, the bass lines are kind of boring um, because, yeah. you know, it's just... It's kind of quarter notes and mm -hmm. slaps. Um, but so. they have really catchy... What's the word? They have really catchy... Um, melodies in them, like the yeah. tune Old Joe Clark, that's wonderful. I've learned the melody on my double bass and it's really fun to play as well. Um, as well as the, what's it called? Swall oh, Swallowtail Jig. It's my favorite, it's one of my favorite, it's not an orchestral piece per se, but it's one of my favorite orchestral songs to play huh. pretty much of all time. It's, it's, a, it's, it's in the top ten. Top ten. Um, but there was one thing I wanted that yeah. I found really interesting um, about sheet music, not about sheet music per se, but like, um, you know, something that can be found in sheet music. Yeah. It's kind of like an inside joke in jazz music and stuff. It's this thing called the lick. Uh -huh. You guys might have heard yeah, about I it. So, I've yeah. Heard. So in jazz, I've, I just brought up the Wikipedia page here. It says in jazz, uh, the lick is a lick or a stock musical phrase regarded as the most famous jazz cliche ever. It has been popularized as it is easily adaptable in all keys and modes, and is heard in every famous in many famous pieces, including many non-jazz pieces. So this is what it sounds like. Uh, you might hear it in a bunch of popular music. Um, I'll play a sample for it. Now, I think I'll um, find a way to put in a link to the audio clip that, um, that features the, li the lick. Um, but that was an A minor on piano, but you can play it in pretty much any... Um, what's the word? Any, any scale, any any key you would like. Um, it's pretty. It's it's like what the page says. You can find it in pretty much every jazz piece, um, pretty much known to man. And it's a pretty easily improv improvisational lick to play, which is why it's so cliche. Because you can pretty much find it in every everything. Yeah. Um, and I, that's pretty much why it's an inside joke. It's just so simple. Yeah. Um, but that's what makes it kind of cool because you know anyone can play it anyone can incorporate it into music um, And you know what I, next time I'm playing with people that know jazz I'm gonna play that and see how they react Yeah, but instruments I wish I knew how to play um, That's a tough one. Um, I wish I knew how to play I wish I knew how to play the ukulele. The ukulele is really cool. I've been, I've been debating whether I should get one because they're like really cheap. I could easily get one. My sister has one, mm -hmm. but she doesn't play it that often. The other sister, not me. Yeah, the, the other, other sister. sister. Yeah. 
Um, but it's just, it's, it seems like a really um, simple instrument that anyone can pick up um, and just kind of jam along I agree, along and to. it's just like a fun one. It's pretty light and easy to carry around. I agree with that one. Here's a theoretical question. Okay. Okay, so there, I personally, to pick another instrument that I could, pl- that I would want to play, like that would just be all of them. Cause also, I just wanna... first, what instruments do you play? Okay, I play the clarinet. I started playing the clarinet in sixth grade and I played it all the way through graduation and I still play it, but I'm not in a band or anything. Um, and I would say that's my first, like my top instrument. I also play, play the piano. The piano I'm not like great at anymore, but I took lessons kindergarten through sixth grade. So I have a good bass in the piano and I could pick it up if I wanted to. And I also play the bass guitar for my, I like um, like seventh through graduation, play the bass guitar for my church's youth band and um, I'll still pick it up sometimes but again like piano and bass guitar I would say I'm not like stellar at clarinet and like decent um, <laughs> but I really love music so I would love to pick up like any instrument yeah. basically so here's an interesting question um, one that you actually asked me before we started recording today, yes um, that I think a lot of our listeners would enjoy um, hearing the answer to at least your answer um, it is my answer yeah. Uh, would you rather play any instrument in the world effortlessly or speak any language in the world effortlessly? Okay, so that's a really hard one for me because I really love music so much and I would love to be able to just pick up an instrument and just play it like flawlessly and effortlessly, just go for it. But knowing every language in the world would be so convenient. It would be, it would be so convenient. <laughs> you can just like you could just like literally walk around no language barriers ever. You could travel like so much easier it would make a lot of things um it would make a lot of aspects of life a lot easier like being able to communicate with people that aren't able to speak that or don't know english being yeah. able to talk to them direct them etc and that would pro- probably be useful in that regard but just being able to communicate with people in a new way is just really interesting and that's what makes the question hard for me to answer because like you said i really love music it's it's probably one of the biggest parts of my life um and being able to play any instrument effortlessly, even if I don't like the instrument very much, um, I guess would be really impressive for other people. Um, and being, but being able to speak any language would be really impressive for. And then that's yeah, another thing—is well. music a language? Because if it is, no. Then... <laughs> <laughs> you just Raid, way to rain on everyone's parade, Cooper. <laughs> so Let's just get it. I over like it. Cooper. What were, what were you gonna say about that? Um, I was gonna say that. I don't know what I was gonna say. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, what would you choose for Cooper? Every instrument or every language. Okay. Um, I feel like I'd probably go every instrument, just because. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of them, but also I feel like in my everyday life, I, feel like I come across the instrument more than I come across the language. Well, you could come across languages more if you could speak all of them. You could travel. <laughs> That's true. You could travel easily, but it also costs a lot more money to travel. Yeah, than it but does if to you rent an instrument. But if you could speak every language, you could get hired as an interpreter everywhere and never have to pay to travel. I'd never have to pay to travel. That'd be awesome. But again, if you could play every instrument, you could go and play so many concerts and get paid for that too. So yeah. both of them, you could make a profit off. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know. I 
it would be really hard for me to choose. But if I really had to choose, I would probably go with every language because I just think it would be so convenient. But I love instruments so much. I would love to be able to play every instrument too. But the other thing is that they're coming out with new technologies that make it way easier to talk to people from other languages. That's true. It's not easier to play. I feel like maybe my current answer is every language, but if it gets easier to talk to people, then... We'll see how it goes. You know what? Like, in the... In the, if we're still if we're still doing this podcast in the year 2021, Cooper, you know, in the future. That's like um, two years. That was air quotes in the future for everyone <laughs> that can't see it. Yeah, I was air quoting in the future. Um, but if if we are still doing this in the distant future, Cooper, that's not always, distant at all. Okay, that's not the point. <laughs> say we're okay. Say we're doing this ten years from now. Okay. Okay. In quote unquote in the future, um, we can always come back to this question again or like redo. Um, this episode. No, no. This episode? Yeah, this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Asking the same question and see what we would say now. Yeah. I mean, in 10 years, it's hard to believe. In 10 years, I'm going to be 24, which is absolutely crazy. I'm 14, and I already feel like I'm already, I already feel old. I feel very old. old. I do. You know what? On September 9th, which is in, like, basically two and a half weeks, I turned 20. Whoa. Isn't that ridiculous? That is ridiculous. (laughs) I'll hold you. Um, what would you choose, Ephraim? What would I choose? I feel like both of us have chosen. Um... You know, like you said, if it really comes down to it, I would probably have to pick instruments because I just love music so much to, um, I would love being able to perform for people, um, and being able to, um, perform for people in a matter of, manner of different ways, uh, throughout different instruments and playing different songs throughout those different instruments. And the thing is you'd be good at every instrument. It's not like, yeah, it's yeah. not you like play, just knowing that. You could play like every instrument effortlessly and flawlessly. Yeah, that would be so much fun. I would probably have a field day. Uh, the next time I go to a, um, a, a music store, and I, just like, <laughs> yeah. I can play everything. You're yes. that one guy who just goes jam me out. <laughs> yes, I probably I be love in there for how hours. every time I go to the guitar center, there's just that one dude playing in the corner, <laughs> and he's like super oh. good at like who are you? Yeah, like what what's going on? I actually went to guitar center yesterday. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but no, not yesterday. Sunday. Okay. Um, for before a meeting, it was why I was almost late for that meeting. Of course. Um, so I was I feel at like it's a valid reason. Yeah. Um, and me and this guy, um, we'll call him Mark because that's his name is Marky Mark on his um, name tag. Marky. Yeah, Marky Mark. Um, like you know Mark Wahlberg or something. Um, he's really cool. Like uh, the reason he's cool is because way back when. Um, Center. I need to buy some picks, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I only had five dollars, and picks cost six dollars, right? Uh, so Marky Mark, being a total bro he is, was like, "Oh, dude, don't bro. worry. I'll just, I'll just put it on my um, employee discount. You can, can buy it. I'll purchase it. You can head out, dude." And that's that fully solidified our, our, our broship. So. Okay, that's good. So Marky Mark is Marky the man. Mark is yep. the man. Mark, if you're listening to this, you're the man. Keep doing what you do, bro. You're awesome. <laughs> so with yes. that yeah with that being said um i think that concludes this episode for today um mackenzie do you have any closing thoughts for our audience it was super fun being on the podcast i hope you enjoy <laughs> yeah and enjoy the last bit of summer that you have because it will go quickly yeah um yeah it, it was oh, a, wise words yeah it was great having you on today's episode oh, you can thanks. always feel free um to come back and record with us um but yeah um i've been cooper i mean <laughs> i've been <Ephraim>. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I've been Mackenzie. And we'll see you guys on the next episode of the Ephraim Cooper Allen Show. We'll see you then.